and welcome to this week's episode of Brain Fart. I am Maddie, and I am your host for this podcast. It's funny because I was going to start recording probably, I don't know, 30 minutes, and I had just taken a nap, and I was so warm and cozy, (laughs) and my flat was so cold that I had to turn up the heat so it could heat up before... I got up and started recording this podcast. So here we are. I'm a little warmer. I still have a blanket strewn across me, but I'm ready to go. I'm ready to record and let's do this thing. If you're new here, welcome. I'm sure that was an interesting (laughs) intro for you to hear, but that's kind of what this podcast is. I am a master's student in London. If you don't know, I'm studying to get my master's degree in classical as- uh, <laughs> clacting. Mmm, that's good. No, classical acting, a little spoonerism to start you off for the day. And yeah, I know it may not seem like I'm getting a master's, but I promise I am. And yeah, I think that's all you need to know about me, other than the fact that I am, I have a plethora of illnesses and diagnoses and things, but maybe you should go back and listen to the first episode if you haven't listened to that, because that will be very helpful in this regard. But that's besides the point. If you're coming back, hi, welcome back, guys. I know it's been a couple of crazy weeks. I've been a little off with my posting since the new year. It's been a little wacky. We had, um, I think in my last podcast, I was saying how I went home for the holidays and then I came back and Martin, my partner was here and we had an incredible time and he ended up leaving last, was it last week or two weeks ago? I don't know. Time time is weird when you're in a building for 12 hours a day acting. So I'm not sure if it was last week or the week before, but he did. He did end up leaving, going back to New Jersey. I think it was last Friday. And we had a really incredible time. It was really awesome, but it was so quick. And it was such a bummer saying goodbye to each other this time. It really really was hard. And I'm sure if anyone has done any sort of long distance, they get that. It's hard seeing your loved one (laughs) leave and not quite knowing when you're going to see him again. And that's kind of the case this time. Usually we have a set time of when we will reunite, but this time it's a little different. We're hoping it's going to be May or June, which is quite quite a ways away. But, you know... What can you do? We talk. It's a beautiful day and age to be in a long distance relationship. I can call him and call and see him every night. We don't have to write letters and then wait months to get those letters. It's it's as easy as it can be for not being together. So he's left. He's gone. He left. And I'm kind of back on my own, doing my own thing, figuring things out a little bit. I decided I'm going to switch my upload day to Friday just for the pure reason that on Thursdays, it's my longest day. I have classes from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. straight. And not straight. I have a lunch break, okay? (laughs) Pardon me. I get lunch. But we... It's a very it's a very long day and I usually get home and upload it at like 9:30 and I just figured, you know what? I should just do it Friday. That way I can do any little last minute touch-ups and not worry about it and also release like an Instagram post the same day. So I just felt that would be better. So look out for 
brain fart on Fridays now. I apologize for kind of the switch, but you know what? You have to adapt. You have to adapt when you're young and have things going on and (laughs) that's how we live life, right? So yes, that's kind of the news with that. I have been feeling up and down, to be quite honest. I will have really good ups and then I will take a really sudden down. And it kind of happened this past week. I was having a great, I was having a great couple of days in classes. Martin had just left. I was feeling fine. And then one day, right before my last class of the day, I just had a complete turn, felt awful, had to leave as quickly as possible because I just was overcome with emotion and pain. And I left and came home and I didn't really know where it came from. And it kind of happened again a couple days later. So I'm currently in the process of figuring that out. It's always, it's always really difficult missing class or even feeling that bad physically. And the problem is I start to mentally get down on myself when that happens. I really, I really let to the guilt (laughs) eat me alive. And so when I don't go to class, I just put the pressure on myself and I put this guilt on myself and it feels like it, I'm not even exaggerating. It feels like my insides are just ringing because I feel so guilty that I'm not going or that I'm slacking or that I'm missing too much and what are people going to think and I swear it happens every single time I miss class and why do I feel like this why do I get so down on myself for having to take care of myself and I don't know if it's this societal pressure that if you're not doing work or you're not constantly grinding that you're not worthy or not an important member of society. I don't know. That could be it. That feels like it's partly it. Or if it's people, or if it's worrying about people's perception of you and constantly feeling like they're judging you or thinking less of you because you can't do something or constantly wanting to prove that you can, especially when you have illnesses or disabilities and things going on. I I don't know if you guys who have disabilities or illnesses feel this way. The the need to prove to people that you can do things and that you can thrive and strive and all of these I words to get through and overcome. But yeah, it's something I've really been thinking about lately, like most things. I think I say that so much on this podcast, but you know, I do a lot of thinking in this old noggin. And I just wanted to bring it up to you as I bring up most things to you guys. You're kind of a great support and I can bounce ideas off of you and it's a really great platform to do that in and I'm grateful to have it. But yeah, so it usually is me feeling guilty about missing something and then Martin talking me off the ledge saying you're still an incredible person, incredibly important. Your work doesn't define who you are. Of course, like... Of course, your work defines you in a sense, but it doesn't create you. It doesn't form you. It doesn't make you the person you are. You can be so much more than the work you do. And you can be and you can really do great work. And I don't know. Yeah, I was I was going to go off on another tangent, but I just don't think it's necessary. I think you guys get the point. So yeah, I think that is something I'm going to practice a couple weeks ago when I released my New Year's resolution podcast and how I don't quite set it up. But then as the year goes on, I figure out things 
that pertain to my life or that might be important. And I think I might add that one a little bit to the list is just focus on saying no and saying, hey, you're great, Maddie. You work really hard when you can. And it is okay if you need to take a break. It, it really is. It really will be okay. And I do work hard. I work really hard. And it's all right if I need to just go to sleep or lay in bed. And honestly, my body needs it most of the time. Yesterday or two days ago, something along those lines, I came home after class. I came home in the middle of the day of classes because I wasn't feeling very well. And I just fell asleep immediately. It was almost as if my body just wanted to shut it off and restart. So if you guys are going through that, and you don't even have to be chronically ill or have disabilities of course it that changes it a little bit if you do and you might need a couple more of those days but even if you're just a person people need breaks people need time to recover it's there's a lot going on in this world and people we go through a lot and it's worth taking time for yourself and not feeling guilty if you need that time just because you're not constantly on the hustle or on the grind or whatever those words you want to use doesn't make you less important in this world. And I just wanted to talk about that a little bit on this podcast or on this episode because that's what I was thinking. So now that that's kind of had its own place, I'm going to switch into a little bit of a different topic. The topic that I actually wanted to do this week But I wanted to mention that first because I did and it's a podcast and I make the rules and I write the scripts. Um, Yeah, (laughs) so let's go into this second topic. Um, Pardon, I had a little throat clear there. The next topic is, uh, how do I want to approach it? I had ideas of how I wanted to talk about it and nothing was quite coming out right and it was a lot of me backpedaling and trying to cover myself but also trying to express myself. I don't know, it's a it's a difficult topic and I'm just going to put that out there and it's not I wouldn't say controversial. My goodness, that's probably not the correct word, but it is something that a lot of people have opinions about and I think that's okay. So let's just dive into it. Why am I talking it up like it's this crazy big magical beast? You're probably going to hear it and go, oh, okay. (laughs) Should have just said it in the start. All right, here we go. I wanted to talk about both conventional medicine and maybe alternative medicine and what they mean to each other and how they coexist or how they don't and how we live in this world and how we're healing ourselves. And I just kind of wanted to start talking about this topic. I say start because obviously life is fluid. Things change, things adapt, we figure things out. And also, I know, I know disclaimers are weird, but I hope you know, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a registered nurse. I'm None of those things. I am just a person who's had to deal a lot with health issues at a very young age and had to adapt and figure out how to cope and live and survive and <laughs> continue living a life. I mean, I I didn't want to give up on myself at the ripe age of 19. I had so much life to live. And so it took a lot of 
figuring out how to help myself. And sometimes that was turning from what quote unquote Western medicine to maybe more alternative areas to figure out what was best for my body. I mean, the medication I had been taking was just completely destroying my body, completely destroying my stomach. I couldn't feel my hands, my feet. I, there, everything was numb. My mood was swinging. There was oh, symptom after symptom. You can go on and on. And then the next thing they wanted to do was put a shunt in, do brain surgery, which sometimes works for a lot of people, but I wasn't quite ready for that step in my life. I didn't want that. My parents didn't quite feel comfortable enough going forth with that. Even my surgeon didn't quite want to. He knew if it was the last resort, we would, but he was always open for more ideas or if I could find anything that helped me. And I ended up finding something that helped me that wasn't particularly in this practical, not practical, um, Western medicine, I guess. I'm going to say these words, and sometimes words are weird and have weird connotations, and I'm trying not to use them, but I guess I have to. This this uh, conventional medicine, what you would say. And so it, it got me thinking, and I always hear people talk about it as if I reached my last, I reached my last straw, or I reached the last whatever, and I had to start searching for different answers elsewhere. And that's when people started turning to, I don't know, spiritual practices or acupuncture or herbs or those types of things to find any relief when they couldn't get it from a conventional doctor. And I had heard a friend talking about this in regards to back pain a couple uh, a week or so, a week or so, or, <laughs> a week or so, um, a week or so ago, and he was saying how oh I've I can't I, the doctors aren't helping me so I have to find something else, which is completely valid because really if you want to heal your body you're gonna do anything and everything you can to heal it, and I was just wondering why why is that the case, why are we oh I've reached my I've reached the end of conventional medicine now time to flip to alternative medicine why why is it this definite line or this definite switch and why is it so black and white like oh you can only believe in medicine and in science how could you in your phony whoop-de-doo magic fix someone like science can and then the people who are like oh you're just poisoning us the how could you the pharmaceuticals bad those people I don't that was the worst generalization of people I think I've ever done in my life so I apologize in that regard uh but let's just keep plugging forward um I and it's I've always questioned it and I think it's interesting And I think back to history and how people got along up until the point when we started having really big advances in medicine. And I know people are thinking, Maddie, you dummy dum-dum. People died. People died early. People died young. People died in childbirth. Like modern medicine has saved us and allowed us to live longer. But the thing is, not everyone did. (laughs) And obviously, yes, modern medicine is incredible when it comes to women or people giving birth or emergency surgeries to help people who have had horrific accidents, or I don't know, vaccines helping wipe out these horrible diseases that 
we're killing off hundreds and hundreds of people. Modern medicine has just knocked it out of the park in those regards. Obviously, every everything can do better and be better and keep getting better. But in regards to back in the day, it's it's really nailing it on that front. But I think about the other people back in the day who didn't have those things, but still got st- still got sick and still had issues. How did they heal themselves? How did they continue to live? And there must have been something going on that was right then as well. And I wonder why we just dropped all of that off. And I get pharmaceuticals are uh, de- derivative of um, herbs and things, and it's just really potent, and they make it and artificially make it and make it into what it is so it works better but I I wonder why we completely forget about those practices or certain parts of the world disregard another part of the world's practices because they just don't believe it and I'm not saying we all need to accept each other's (laughs) preferences and heal everyone like that but why can't we learn about each other and learn about the ways other people are dealing with things to create a healthier society. And I'm sure there's so much more than just me being like, let's all hold hands together and heal each other. And I'm I'm sure there's laws and probably ulterior motives for some companies. But I just think it's interesting that people swing one way or or the other. And I, I wanted to just bring it up and have you guys think about it. And I was curious as to what you think. I think, 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 think. I saw a post on the social media the other day, and I'm sure it's going around. And it was something in the vein of, oh, yes, use vaccines for illnesses, but use like lavender and honey for a sore throat or something like kind of marrying those two ideas. And while it was kind of a silly post, it was kind of, kind of made sense. It was kind of pertinent. Pertinent? Is that a word? Did I just pull that from my vocabulary bank? Bank? (laughs) My vocabulary bank in the depth of my brain? Possibly. Maybe I should just stick to basic words instead of questioning the words that I do use. You know, it's all coming back. It's one day at a time, everyone. That's how we take a brain condition. (laughs) So yes, I... I, w- I wonder if we can marry those two ideas a little bit more and start thinking of it as holy healing instead of pieces and just treating symptoms and treating the root cause. And I know those are kind of weird trigger words and you do have to watch out because when you are at the end of your line involving medicine or involving your health you will, a lot of people will look every, like, look anywhere and everywhere. And that's when a lot of people can scam you and take advantage of you because they know you're desperate. And I'm not saying that I have all the answers or I know who's scamming who and what to watch out for. I'm sure I've probably been scammed. I've done a lot of things. I've tried to do a lot of things. But the things I've found that I'm doing now feel right to me and feel like they're working and I feel like things are changing and I'm seeing differences in blood tests and exams and even when I had my spinal tap last term when I was in the hospital for a little a little bout of viral meningitis my pressure was really low it's 
it was regulated. So something was working for me. And I, and I know it's hard. And I know it's easy to say, just watch out for scams. But you, you do, you have to protect yourself. And I don't know how to go about that, because I'm still figuring that out for myself. But I guess it's just doing research and not believing every single piece of research you find, even if it is from one side or the other. So I'm just putting that out there. That's still something I'm figuring out myself. If you have all the answers and how to figure out who a scam is, or you have a magical device that I can scan someone and they can tell me if it's a scam, I would love that. That would feel awesome. I would know everything. Uh, Send it to me. But yeah, it is just a lot of trial and error and figuring it out. And I think as, as a society, we need to start playing with the idea of marrying these two things, these two forms of medicine, these two thoughts, these two practices, and possibly melding them and making them into something new. And that's why I love, I love encountering doctors who are open-minded. That's why I loved my neurosurgeon. I came in after I did the neuromuscular movement retraining stuff with um, Kumar back in Vegas. After that, I went in and I was like, I don't, I have been feeling fine. And my neurosurgeon was like, you feel good. And he went through all my symptoms and we kept a close eye on it. And he was like, you know what? Let's push the surgery. Let's push it off. I don't want to go into your brain if I don't have to. If this is working for you, it's working for you. And that, that mindset not to feel, I don't know, not to feel like competitive or compete like he was competing with someone was so refreshing and so beautiful and I know I know doctors spend a lot a lot of time a lot of money to learn and to practice and to do things to help people but sometimes they can't be experts in every area and unfortunately with the pseudotumor or idiopathic intracranial hypertension it's pretty rare so unless you're a specific specialist for that most most of the hospitals I went into <laughs> didn't even know what it was. I had to describe it to them. And that's not to diss doctors in any regard because they do incredible work. I'm just saying that it's, uh, I don't know what I'm saying. I'm saying you have to advocate for yourself. You have to do your own research and you have to figure out what's working for you. And if that is something that's a little different, incorporate that. Incorporate a little bit of that into your typical um, medical routine. You just start trying things and trying to blend them together. And I think as we continue on, more and more doctors are, and more and more practitioners are thinking that way. And I'm really excited about that. But I think we can start thinking that way as well instead of saying, oh no, what they what doctors say is law or what um, alternative medicine says is law. Instead of being so black and white, I think we can start to be a little gray. And I hope that makes sense to you guys. I hope this topic was interesting and that I was getting all of my points across. It It's always hard because I don't want to make these outrageous claims or say these outrageous things and bang my fist on the table and have it be law of Maddie. No, I don't want that at all. Uh, I, can't, I can't commit like that. Um, I'm kidding, but not really. 
so yeah, I just wanted, I wanted to bring that up. And like I said, it's the start of this conversation. Obviously, if you have something to say about that, I would love, love, love to hear what you have to say and open a dialogue and talk about it because maybe I'm way off base. Maybe I am in the stars. (laughs) Maybe I'm floating in the stars with this idea or maybe it's something you've thought of too. And I would love to know. I would love to hear from you. And I say this all the time. You guys can reach me whenever you want. Just email, if you have an email, just email me at brainfartpodcast at gmail.com. Or if you're on social media, I am too. I'm on Facebook and I'm on Instagram at brainfartpodcast. I usually post little pictures for each episode every week, or I'll do little updates or little quizzes, not quizzes, uh, little votes to see what topic you want to listen to next. And yeah, so you can keep up to date in those regards. If you just want to email, that's cool too. If you just want to think thoughts my way, hopefully they're good and I will try to and I'll try to absorb them or send a pigeon with a letter. I don't know if it'll reach me. You don't have my address, but maybe send it up and the pigeon will find me. And yeah, that's those are the ways you can reach me. Um, and I would love to I would love to hear from you guys. I am excited for these next couple of episodes. I know I keep saying I'm gonna have interviews and I want them, but trying to schedule interviews with two people who are in a master's program is a little difficult. So I'm still figuring it out and I will get them as soon as possible because I'm really excited for them and I really enjoy the people that I'm going to be bringing on. Or if you have any suggestions as to who you would like to hear from, if there's any specific type of person, a person with a certain disease or something to talk, to bring onto the show to talk about, I would love to do that. Or any topic interests you have, always let me know. I love looking into things and researching new things. Okay, that's that's the end of that spiel. I think I'm going to go now. have some work to do. Um, I want to get this out for you guys. And that's that. Thank you for sticking with me in such a crazy time in my life. I appreciate you all so much. We are a small but mighty (laughs) community and I'm glad to have people be a part of it. And I'm glad you're a part of it and I'm glad you're listening. And that's it for this week. I hope you have a great whatever time it is, wherever you are, and I will talk to you next week. Bye.